I'm Romney Navarro, and this is Firestarters, a streamlined funding podcast where entrepreneurs share their stories, passions, and the formulas fueling their success. Each week, we talk to extraordinary people about what they do, why they do it, how they make a difference, and how they inspire the people around them. Now, it's time to bring the heat. Today's episode will probably go down as one of the most memorable episodes of Firestarters for me ever, because today is the episode where we pass the torch onto the next generation. Today, we introduce you to the man who is going to be taking the mic and taking over Firestarters on my behalf moving forward. Successful investors use leverage to get the most from their investments. Streamline Funding provides project financing for home builders and entrepreneurs all across the state of Texas. Visit StreamlineFunding.com or give us a call at 512-250-8575 and speak with a Streamline representative today. We have infinite funding, resources, and expertise to help you grow your business. Welcome back to another episode of Firestarters. I am Romney Navarro. I am your host. And i uh, got to tell you, today's, a, today's an interesting show. I don't know if to call it bittersweet or what, but it is definitely something. It's an emotional show. I'm not going to cry, but I might do something similar. Um, today's actually going to be the last show of its kind as Firestarters transitions um, into kind of its next evolution to the, its next chapter. So it's, it's really exciting for me to be here on the show today because it's not just me telling you about what we've been doing, but I'm definitely going to, um, cause I'm going to do some of that, but we, uh, we're, de- we're going to transition to the next wave of content and information that you're going to be hearing on this show. And the part that I love about it is that we're introducing you to Firestarter's next host. We're going to let that cat out of the bag in just a moment, but before we go there, I wanted to introduce my right hand ish. Definitely my, uh, I don't know, my podcast right hand. Um, Sean Harris, our producer and uh, you know, jokester extraordinaire. Hello, hello. Well, thanks for joining us again. Thanks for allowing me no to. No idea what you're going to do on the show today since it's uh, not about me you. Me neither. <laughs> it's not about you. Well, guys, I told you this is going to be the last episode of its kind for Firestarters. We started this thing with really good intentions, and that was to bring good, valuable content Um by, by way of Firestarters, interviewing people that are making a difference in the real estate investment community. I feel like we succeeded. We, I think we, we hit the nail on the head. We had some really interesting episodes and a, a little bit entertaining too. Sure. And we had a couple not so interesting episodes. Yeah. Like that one where you were just talking by yourself with one microphone in the room. For the record, it got the most listens. Oh, did it? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh, it didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the most listens by you. <laughs> yeah. It worked though. So we, we did definitely had a bunch of great, um, yeah. great guests, not to, not to name drop too much, but you know, very first one, Andy Williams, Team Recon Realty, mm-hmm. um, right out of the gates running, talking about his veteran initiative. That's how we started this thing. And it was great because he started talking about his journey as an entrepreneur. And that's what the essence of Firestarters was in the beginning. The journey of the entrepreneur as it relates to real estate and real estate investing. Um, we then went on to speak to David Cancelliosi at Permit Partners, and he was telling us how he has been, how he successfully pushed something to the tune of like 15,000 permits through the process. Yeah, that's something crazy. that is unheard of. 
Um, yeah. Steve Liang at Real Estate IQ, also doing some really great things. The list goes on and on. I'm not going to name sure drop does. every single one. I do recall the one with um, the guys over at Trey Home. Mm-hmm. Matt is an absolute ace. That was one of my yeah, favorite episodes because sure. he actually got, he, he shared his real, his personal story, not his business journey. Like this is yeah. where I came up from. And it was just one of the fa- my favorite episodes. Um, we've had a couple of episodes with staff, um, people that work around here that are making a difference in our clients' lives. And if I could be real honest for just a moment, I would say that those were my favorite episodes because we got to the, down to the nitty gritty. We yeah. got to know the staff and know what it is, the problems that they solve. Yep. Yep. So a lot of cool things have happened guys. And, um, somewhere along the lines, the content changed and we just started delivering information that we felt would be beneficial to you. And based on the listens, um, we feel like we did a pretty good job. So I appreciate you guys having stuck in there with me for as long as you did. This isn't necessarily my soapbox, but today is my last episode on Firestarters as I pass the, the torch onto the, to the next ones, to the next generation. Um, but the things that we were talking about did uh, hopefully resonate in the marketplace and you guys were able to do something with it. So uh, while we started with one plan and ended with another, we always delivered content that we felt to be valuable. And now we're jumping off to a, a new phase, a new age of the Firestarters yeah. podcast. Yeah, that's the way it goes. It's, yeah. it's evolution. You can't stop evolution. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, where am I going before we get too far into it? Uh, I'm not going anywhere. Uh, I'm still going to be around. I'm just not going to be on the air. Hopefully I'll, I'll make a guest appearance or two if, if, they, you know, if I'm asked back. I'm going to demand it, actually. Yeah. I have should. to. You need to be a In guest. my contract, it's once every six months. Yeah. Okay. Actually noted. I'm going to have to put that in the, in the small I think, print. I think that's too many. Yeah. Once every <laughs> six years, yeah. every four years, like an Olympics. Yeah. There you go. So, um, I'm not going to be going anywhere guys, but I am definitely changing directions as to the audience and the people that I am serving. So whereas for the last 10 years, 11 years of my career, I've served the real estate investor, the developer, the builder. Um, we've realized, you know, we've done something here pretty special and it actually was highlighted here in, in recent weeks by having received you know, this great honor of being awarded the Private Lender of the Year Award uh, given by Think Realty at their annual Think Realty Honors Awards. Yeah, awesome. Um, so Noble Capital and our affiliate Streamline Funding, which we're going to hear a lot about, that's the, you know, the author of the show, the creator of the show, Streamline Funding, were awarded with the Private Lender of the Year Award. And it's like, wow, it was such an honor because you work so hard and you don't even realize that anybody's taking notice. That was the part that hit me the most. Like mm-hmm. I came up from out of my little shell, looked up and they're like, you win. And I'm like, goodness gracious, what do I do with this? It was, it was very humbling, um, but I am very honored. Let's not, let's not lose sight of that. Very, very honored. Point is this, we've been growing a private lending business for a while. We've seen um, varying degrees of success. We've seen the worst and we've seen the best. And we think that there's more information that we could give other private lenders across the country. So I'm moving more towards a helping my colleagues as compared to helping my customers. Um, That's, that's my next journey. And uh, I'm, I hope you guys do stay tuned to whatever we have next there. I do hope to put some content out through the airwaves as well. Mm -hmm. So fire starters, where is that going? Well, for a year now, we have been talking about real estate investors, entrepreneurs, their journeys, what they're doing, what they're not doing, where they're working, where, what's not working. And I think the content is, um, was appropriate for the time, but it, as we mentioned, it's time to evolve. So where exactly is Firestarters going? I'm not actually going to tell you. Uh, what I am going to do, however, is tell you who is going to take the torch. Um, so in addition to Sean, who's sitting in here, just kind of wasting space. 
I'm keeping it interesting, dude. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. <laughs> um, we have probably the most interesting man in the building sitting right across from me. Um, oh, no, it's not. It's not. It's actually just Chris Merriquin. Oh. No, ladies and gentlemen, this Ooh. is the most interesting man you've ever met. Um, this is going to be the guy that is going to carry uh, the torch and continue to deliver fire. But um, Chris Merriquin is going to be the new host of Firestarters. Chris Merriquin is, is going to be introducing a new uh, cast of characters to the show and he's going to be bringing a different type of content. So, Chris, first off, welcome. Second off, congratulations. And uh, third, maybe you could just say say hello. Hello, everyone. Oh, I didn't realize he was there. Ah, the most <laughs> interesting man up. in the world. <laughs> I've actually been here the entire time. Asleep. Biting my tongue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but thank you, Romney, for the kind words. And thank you, Sean, for... Your great work and terrible jokes. Yep. You're welcome. Um, there are a few things that come to mind. And the first one has everything to do with the direction that we're going to take this podcast, which is the name of the podcast. Um, Firestarters, Romney, do you remember? I've heard of it. How and when we came up with this? Yeah. Yeah. It was the, the guy who, or the, the thing that just caught fire, the guy whose idea turned into something magical. Exactly. And, and what, what we've seen so many times as a lender are the guys that just figure it out. They figure out their business plan and, and they execute. And, and we, were, we were talking about how do we find more of those guys? And, you know, we do have meetings in every market in Texas to talk about investment real estate every month. Um, so we tried to do it there. We tried to think of another way to bring more people who are you know, quote unquote, fire starters in real estate, because those are the guys that we want to network with. And then the idea of a podcast came out and podcasts were relatively new and kind of up and coming. And we thought, man, if, if, we, could, if we could speak to and communicate with more fire starters, then yeah, we'd be doing okay, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what? It, it does take me back to where the name fire starters came from, not necessarily the, the conceptualization of the podcast. I'll never forget where that one came from. We were sitting at the UT club with uh, Daniel and Adam. Uh, yeah. And Adam mm -hmm. and um, shout out to you guys, by the way, great guys. And we were like, man, you know, there's just so many people doing great things, but it's like, there's just a certain few that are doing these fantastic things. Those guys are, you know, kind of setting the world on fire. Those guys are fire starters. Fire starters right. And mm -hmm. uh, became this thing that we kind of kept using and using and using and finally found a home for it. Correct. Yep. So, um, you know, we're not going to rename the podcast. We don't need to rebrand it. We're going to continue to bring quality content. And we are in the middle of brainstorming ideas. We're always open to feedback. If anyone has anything for us, feel free to share that. Sean's going to let you know how at the end of the episode. Um, but we're going to continue to bring in industry experts. Um, we are trying to provide lender insight on investment real estate, real stories, real talk, and sharing our expertise with what we see the most and where I see it the most is of course in the very early stages where people are identifying deals, where people are trying to bring in new creative ways to invest in single family real estate across the state of Texas. Um, so whether you're a seasoned pro or a first time real estate investor, I believe we can provide value to you. That's what we're going to try to do. Amen, man. All right. So I'm going to talk a little bit. Then we're going to just have a little fun, introduce everybody to you a little bit more. They're going to have to get to know the, the man behind the mic, the, uh, the legend, the, uh, the voice, you know, whatever you want to call it, the 
I don't know. The Oracle, I don't know. The Colonel. <laughs> if you want chicken, you call the Colonel. Yeah, you call the Colonel. All right, guys. Um, first off, Chris, we just talked about this private lender of the year thing uh, through Think Realty. Um, it's really fresh. So we haven't had a whole lot of time to process it. We actually haven't stopped and talked about what it means. Um, I personally have had a little bit of time to reflect because I, I had to, to go offsite to, to receive it, which was in and of itself an honor as well. But um, it means a lot. And um, you haven't, we haven't had, like I said, time to talk about it too much, but congratulations on that. Um, you know, the role you played in, rece- in, in us receiving that. Um, tell us a little bit about, you know, what that means to you. Um, it's a funny thing to ask for the first time. You know, like we've been busy. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, that's one of the reasons why I, I, I think we got the award, but it means we're doing a good job. It means um, really what it means is we found the right people to work with, right? Because we're making good investments and they're coming back and working with us again and again and again. Our name is becoming more of a household name. The niche that we operate in is becoming more and more mainstream. There are a number of lenders, other lenders, and a number of financing options flooding the market. And it feels good to stand out because I think we've earned it. Um, started this in 02, and here we are still doing it. I think that that really does mean something. Mm-hmm. And I think reputation is everything. Yes, we've made mistakes just like everyone else, and we've learned from them. And right now we have the best operation that we've that we've ever had, and we're going to continue to try to improve it. Yeah, that's I. You hit the nail on the head everywhere there. I couldn't agree more. When you say we've made mistakes, I would say we've made every mistake. Um, I'm sure there's some little ones out there that that we haven't seen, but we've made every mistake, and I think that's gotten us to this point. You know, right? You, you make a mistake, you learn from it, you move on, and you do the next thing. And uh, it is it is incredibly exciting to 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 know that somebody's taking notice. But the probably the most important thing that that I heard you say was it's that means we're doing the right thing. We're doing the right deals. We're meeting the right people. We're servicing the right people. So our customers are the ones that are essentially our voice at, with a platform like this, Think Realty's platform. So that was super cool. Um, we haven't had a chance to talk about it because we've been, I just got back to town and it's, it's still incredible that it, it happened. It's, it is a, it is an honor. It took a minute for me to, to even acknowledge what that meant, but it's absolutely an honor. Um, Tell us a little bit more about the content that you're going to be doing when you pick up this, you know, pick up where I leave off. Uh, maybe, I mean, definitely improve, but tell us a little bit more about the content. What's, a, what's somebody going to hear uh, in a little more detail? Well, we're going to continue to try to find industry experts who, who know more than I do, right? Um, so I don't know that I'm the greatest interviewer. That's why we have Sean here. but. We're going to bring in the right people who have seen things that we haven't, people who can share perspective on investment real estate. It's always an interesting topic, and I think there's always something to learn. You know, we're looking at a lot of deals every month as a lender, so we're going to tell you what works and what doesn't. We're going to tell you about trends in the market. We're going to give you regional updates on those trends, Um, so whether that's someone that we have in an office in Dallas or an actual real estate expert in that market, TBD. But that's the goal. We want to keep you 
and our own finger on the pulse of the investment real estate market mm -hmm. here in Texas. Um, and we obviously want to provide value while we educate ourselves. So sure. we don't mind doing the work, sharing that information and, um, and seeing where it takes us. But um, again, what we see most is the deal itself. So we're always going to talk about the art of the deal. Um, and, we, and we hope to really jump into specific details in projects and keep, keep everyone posted on, on how those go and maybe lessons learned and challenges that our clients have overcome or that we have overcome. So I'm, I'm rambling a little bit at this point because we're still figuring it out. Yeah. And that, that's really cool because the folks here at Streamline are really boots on the ground. You know, th this isn't people looking at numbers on a computer screen. No. I mean, we, you know, you guys are out there and you have firsthand experience that you can share with investors and entrepreneurs out there. And I think that's part of what makes the show a little bit different than some of the other podcasts out there. Sure. I think it's cool, man. So you're basically saying a little bit of information, a little bit of education, and maybe, maybe I heard this right or wrong, but sprinkle in a little storytelling on an actual project, what that looks like. Without a doubt. We, you know, it's when we were talking about what we can do, we, the question that we kind of kept coming back to was, you know, what, what value do we provide the clients that we work with? Right. And it's all of those things. Yeah. Well, aside from putting in 14 hour days here at the office to get their deals closed. Correct. Aside from that. Yeah. But, and, and now we're adding to it with the podcast. So <laughs> Or 10 16 and, hours. Yeah, 16. <laughs> Sorry about that, but hey, you brought it upon yourself. You want it. They, they, they're asking for it. I want it because I love it because I don't ah, mind doing it. I love it. it. I love it. Little little crack. Yeah, and just look at the celebrity that Romney has achieved from being oh, on yeah. the podcast. That's all yours now, man. Oh, you don't even know. Yeah. You don't even know. I was at lunch the other day and the waitress didn't even come over. I just waited <laughs> and waited that really happened to me in Atlanta. I had to, I had to go to another restaurant. That's, that's celebrity right there, mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen. All right. So let's, um, I think we heard a lot about this. We've heard enough about this. I'm certainly sick and tired of hearing what you've got to say about the podcast in the future. So let's have a little fun since you're going to be the new personality, the new face of the franchise. Um, you know, the man with the mic, the man behind the mic, all of those great things, the, uh, you know, whatever you want to call it. I want to introduce you, the person, the individual to the, to the listener a little bit more. You're telling them about what you're going to tell them, information, education, storytelling, um, bringing it right back down to the entrepreneur and the guys that are really doing things that are changing the landscape, and then maybe even giving them some data. All those things are great from a content standpoint, but who is this man? All right. Um, I wanted to do a little lightning round with you, and I don't have a name for this segment, but we'll just call it the lightning round. And I'm going to be asking you um, a bunch of little questions. Some questions mean nothing. Some questions mean a lot. Some questions mean something to the listeners. Some questions mean something to you. But I just want to have a little fun. I think at the end of this segment, if you will, they're going to know who Chris Marroquin, the man, the myth, the legend is. And I think as a result, because I know you so well, um, they're going to care a lot more about you and will tune in. But you down to have a little fun and get a couple of weird questions lobbed at you? I'm always down for a little fun, man. Okay. I have not shown you any of these. You have not. I'm I did not ready give you a this. sneak peek at one that I'm not going to ask, but maybe I will. Maybe I will. About Ethel? About Ethel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hold on to that one. About Ethel. Put that on Facebook. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's start from the top. Chris Marroquin, where are you from? Born and raised in Orange, Texas. Your last taste of Texas heading east. 
into Louisiana. If you threw it in reverse, once you got into Louisiana, backed up and stopped, you'd be in Orange, Texas, the border of Texas, Louisiana, and the Gulf Coast. Okay. What AKA is that? AKA the Golden Triangle. And you said the last taste of Texas? Mm-hmm. That's what, that's on the sign? That's on the sign. Did you come up with that marketing slogan? Negative. Yeah. So royalties go somewhere else. Yes, they do. Okay. Hopefully uh, back to the great city of Orange. The great city of Orange. Shout out to Orange, Texas. Uh, put that on Facebook. What what does the last taste of Texas taste like <laughs> exactly? Um, paper mills, mostly, and yeah. not really oranges at all. <laughs> no, okay. Yeah. I was hoping you would say, well, it, it tastes like oranges, no, but there's no oranges. Well, no. there are some. I mean, at the grocery store. Sure, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, all right. So, what is it that you actually do, Chris? What's your job? I'm associate vice president at Streamline Funding. I head up the originations team. Um, so I look at every deal. I try to make sure we're making good investments. Try to make sure our clients are are getting the best loan product that they can. And uh, and of course, we try to provide the best service that any lender can provide. So you write loans. Correct. All right. Um, what's your nickname? Um, depends on who you ask. Let me. If I was okay. Yes, just give me all of them. That's a lot. Yes. Uh, let's go with your parents. Fissy. What? Okay. That's my mom. All right. What about your, your boys? Um, it depends on what age. So let's start. Okay, we'll go. We'll run the gamut. All right. Fissy is the very, very early. Mom called me that, and it just agitated me, but it's very endearing. I appreciate it now. Thanks, Mom. I love you. Happy birthday as of yesterday. Yeah. You're the best. Uh, I'm one of five kids and we all love our mother. Um, the In Boy Scouts, and I'm an Eagle Scout, holler at all you, all you Eagle Scouts out there. Uh, for whatever reason, I walked into our first meeting with a rubber band when that was cool around my wrist. And um, Was that ever cool? Eh, I must have missed that. It was <laughs> for me. Well, I got the nickname Trojo. And if you can't Trojo. figure that one out, then maybe just think about it for oh, a little while. Oh, I got it. Um, then I, in high school and college, uh, my last name is Mariquin, uh, a.k.a. Marokin. Um, so they call me Mary, just for short, <laughs> which is kind of weird, especially when people started dating other people named Mary. Mary's dating uh, Mary? But yeah, Mary is a, a common nickname for me. Um, my middle name is Tomas, um, no mas Tomas in college, um, put it together. Um, and then Sean likes to call me the Colonel. The Colonel. But actually Romney came up with the Colonel. I've just, uh, enforced it trying to make it stick. I love it. It, it is a great end cap. But you know what? As, as we continue this Firestarters journey, maybe we'll come up with something new for you since you're not too keen on the colonel. You know, I just, I need to, can you remind me why I'm the colonel? Yeah, I mean, it's all about, what do you do again? You lend money. People yeah. need money. They, they yeah. call Chris the lender. So people, I said. If, it's a parallel. It's I, a parallel. If you want chicken, you call the colonel every right. single time. That was a stupid joke, but I still love it. So yeah. from Fissy to the Colonel. Yeah. That's weird. Love it. Um, how long have you been in this business, man? Uh, eight years. Well, 2011, 2012. Depends on when you ask me. <laughs> at night? Yeah. 2011. <laughs> yeah, this is at about noon. All right. What about um, personal hobbies? I know you are 
you've got some. Yeah, I um, I do work a lot, and um, technically, I guess that's a hobby. Investment real estate's a hobby, but outside of that, um, when I'm not working, I love to be outside. So, hunting, fishing, golf, disc golf, really just like get me outdoors, and I'm I'm down. As um, an outdoorsman, I like a good I like challenge, it. you know. So, hunting, I get it. A lot of hunters out there, a lot of idiots with guns. Um, mm. I'm into like the public land, bow hunting, kind of cool. earn it. Yeah. Yeah. I could dig it. What's your favorite uh, season? Summer, spring, fall or winter? Oh, man. No, there's no favorite. No. I'm, I mean, you're I an love, outdoorsman. I'm I, sure there's a time. I mean, yeah, but it depends on what season. So in spring, you're, it's fishing or turkey hunting. And then summer, it's more fishing, but then you're also starting to scout deer. Um, and then in the fall, it is actually deer season, but it's also dove season. Um, and then later in fall, you get into the rut and you get into uh, any kind of hunting across the United States. Uh, you can hunt, which I haven't done before, mule deer, elk, bear, all the above. I'm going on a goose hunt next week. That's in Saskatchewan. Um, that's first for me, but waterfowling is also one of my favorites. So I'll stop talking about it, yes. but I like, I like being outside. And on a daily basis, he hunts for real estate investors <laughs> who need capital. So this guy is the ultimate hunter in every aspect. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I've, I've, I've done that for a long time. And of course I'm always looking, but I'm also looking for new hunters. So if you're interested yeah. in hunting, yeah, that's other a good point. real estate investors come talk to me. We're always up for hiring good talent. Man, I'm going to miss some of yeah. this stuff. Um, but I'm not going to miss some of those comments. So Sean, that's, that's oh, yeah. some of the stuff I'm not going to miss no. at all. No, you don't like my banter. New. No. <laughs> all right, Chris, this is now, let's talk a little bit about you and your business. Tell us about the first deal you ever did. Um, the first deal I ever found sourced closed was actually a little deal in Georgetown. And, um, you know, I had a wholesaler find a property and I was at a meeting and she told me about the property, gave me some very light details and I plugged it into my network and, and immediately Someone who I talked to at a at a different meeting who owned their own cabinet business uh, said, "Hey, man, I'm absolutely into that property." We ended up financing it for him. Connected all the pieces. The wholesaler loved me. My client loved me. Everyone won. Got our first loan. Everybody loves Chris. Okay, sorry. For the most part, yeah. <laughs> so, but wait, finish it. What type of deal was it? Uh, it was a fix and flip, Georgetown, Texas. Okay. Um. Not a whole lot to it. This was 2012. So that's when you could find a fix and flip where you could put $35,000 into it and make a pretty good profit. How many of those do you see today? Uh, two a month, one a month, very few. There's yeah. a couple guys that still have it down. You don't see as many in the primary markets. You see them in some of the secondary markets. So um, keep your eyes out for those. They're great. And I would also recommend holding on to them if you can, because they're hard to find. So you're going to, you're, if you're decent at math, you're going to figure this out. But how old were you when you cut that first deal? I don't even know. I can't do math. Okay, good. Good. That's actually the right question. The right answer. All right. Um, coolest place you've ever been. Um, Great Barrier <laughs> Reef was really cool. Tokyo was really cool. 
uh, I love Rio de Janeiro. Love Bogota. There's, I guess I don't have a, a, a straight answer for you, man. Hopefully it's Canada. Um, Toronto's great. No, this next one. Well, Regina. Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it. <laughs> Regina. It's actually Saskatoon, north of Regina. Really? Uh, have not been yet. Looking forward to it. Shout out to Justin Trudeau. Um, biggest deal you've ever done? Um, I guess that would be 10.1 million. Is that the Weberville one? That's right. That's yep. right in my neck of the woods. That's it's, a monster. Yeah. It was uh, a deal that wasn't too far from my house. We identified it's a great investment. Really looking forward to seeing our client make a lot of money on it. Up and coming area. And they did all the right things. They had they came to us with a, a site plan approval and um and we got it closed in thirty days. how big was it again? Not the loan amount, but the uh the structure? It was forty units and about ten thousand square foot of retail on the bottom. Nice. All right. Wow. So tell us something that nobody knows about you. That's always a hard one. Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually talk a little bit so you can think about that one because that's one that's like First, I'm not going to say that one. <laughs> That's the process of elimination. So something that nobody knows about him or that is maybe not widely known about him? How about nobody? That's going to be difficult. That's yeah, it. yeah. You're putting him on the spot there. Well, hey. Um, there's very little no one knows. He's You're an, an open, open book. book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Not widely known. Let's, I, I was actually trying. I was fishing for some of this with uh, your nicknames. but Yeah, go. I think you got it. Already, everyone, and that's nobody knew about Fissy, <laughs> Mama. Damn! Remember when you used to be DTF? Uh, I'm still DTF. <laughs> <laughs> Please expand real quick so that we don't let too much silence go by. Uh, just for any real estate investors out there, I'm down to fund. <laughs> that's exactly on. what I thought. That was meant. that was one of his. You know, anyway, that was one of his <laughs> early marketing. I don't know if it was a marketing shot, but that was an early interview you did with somebody, and I was like. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, it was a question. It's actually, we got a questionnaire from marketing and I was, um, I was definitely kind of tongue in cheek. They said, I don't, I don't remember the question, but I put, you know, what's your slogan or tagline? I was like, Hey, I'm, I'm DTF down the fund. <laughs> and they put it out there for everyone to see. Yeah. So. so many people do know about that. Chris is DTF. All right. Uh, Chris, why do you do this, man? What do you, why do you, why are you in this business? Uh, I'm in this business because I love this business. I'm in this business because it, it doesn't hurt, you know? It feels good coming to work. I like what I do. I like the people I work with. I get to choose uh, the people that I work with, which is not everyone gets to do that. And, uh, you know, I'm very happy to have that choice. But it's also fun. It's also gratifying seeing people do things, build things, build businesses. And, uh, you know, when you work with the right people, they, they let you know, and it's a win-win. Yeah. I've, I've had the, the fortune of meeting a lot of your clients and spending good quality time with them. And I, I see that, I see that because those guys, you care about them tremendously, but it's not only about that. Those guys are actually doing so well that it's, it's really more of a partnership. It's, those are so, some cliche things that I said there, but they're all true. So it's kind of hard not to, to land on that little cliche, like, you know, there's a partnership established with your best client. These guys really are your partners. I know, man. And let's 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 cut the cliches out. I think this industry is gonna be around for the long haul. And I think it's gonna you know, I chose the real estate industry because I 
I believe in it. And, yep. um, you know, that's a big part of it. Okay. Well, listen, that was what we were supposed to call the lightning round. It was a little slower than lightning. Pretty slow. Okay. So we uh, will change it in post-production um, to something else. I don't know. Molasses. You know, but whatever it is, it was fun because we got to know a little bit about Chris. Um, Chris, I'm excited, man, for you. I, I hope you're as excited for this opportunity as, uh, as I am for you because, you know, A, you, I've always known you to be, um, in a lot of ways, the way that you help your clients, you've always been an educator. And I think that's going to come through over the airwaves. So really excited for you. I think it'll be an interesting journey to share some of the, the way that you're trying to share because the people are really interested in, in exactly that. It's like, what is working and what is not? And show me how it, show me the, what's really kind of, you know, underneath the hood in this industry. So uh, in addition to being excited, I'm also very proud of you. I've in the past said this and I, and I promise that this will be the last day I say it. I've, in the past, I said, man, Chris is a lot like my little brother and, and that's no longer true. Chris is absolutely just my brother. So again, proud of you, bro. I think uh, it's going to be nothing but great things ahead. Um, what one thing do you want to let the listeners know before we sign off here uh, to get excited about uh, as you take this into its next chapter? Uh, one thing, golly. Always the hard one. Um, I want you to know that, that we're taking the time, effort, and <laughs> mental... Yeah. Yeah. All of that. Yeah. I think that the, the hard part, the hard part to, to put something into production that actually adds value that you'll want to take 15 to 20 minutes out of your day to listen to takes us two hours. It takes you 15 to 20 minutes. I feel like that's a pretty good trade, um, especially with what we can provide. Amen. Well, we are, we are landing this thing. We are about to just kind of sign off. It'll be my final sign off uh, on Firestarters. As I mentioned earlier, it's, border, it's bittersweet, more sweet than bitter. The bitter part is I don't do it anymore. You know, I'm going to miss this. The sweet part is it just got better. You know what I mean? It's like, it's a great trade-off. Um, we, a couple of highlights from the episode. Uh, loved all of the nicknames. It's ridiculous, the order, uh, but I loved them all. Another highlight, however, is that uh, Sean is supposed to let you guys know now how to provide some feedback. <laughs> Chris just dropped one in there. Sean was like, yeah. what? what is that? What? Actually, what? there's what? there's two ways you folks out there can provide feedback or get in touch with us. One is just to message us on Facebook, Streamline Funding. Right? Sure. We monitor that and uh, we'll get back to you. Also, you can email us at info at streamlinefunding.com. That's simple. All right. Well, this has been great. Uh, my final words are going to be short and sweet. I've enjoyed every single minute uh, having been on the air here at Firestarters. I put a lot of energy, effort, thought, and, um, and time into this. And it would be hard for me to go if I didn't think it was being left in good hands. Um, but it's not hard for me to go because it's being left in the best hands. So I appreciate you all. Thanks for, thanks for the ride. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Chris. All the best of luck to you guys and all the best of luck to you guys listening. Cheers. Later, buddy. To be continued. That's it for this week's Firestarter Podcast. Thank you for spending time with us. We'll be back with a new episode soon. Until then, I'm Romney Navarro. Always keep the flame in your heart and I'll see you at the top.